Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, you can say whatever you like about Roman Reigns. Trust me, a lot of people do. But when he does turn up for a show, he feels like a super mega big star. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where we review and we recap wrestling. So if you don't want to tune in, I shall tune in for you. We are getting to the end of the year. So I must have watched around about 742 wrestling shows in 2023. But will I stop? You damn right I won't. Let's take the finger of power of the fop. Give the good bits an up, the bad bits are down. But yes, Roman Reigns and his Bloodline crew did indeed come to the ring to kick off Smackdown. Solo was wearing this hoodie and just said, Solo, written down the side. Because I bet sometimes he's backstage like, I don't know who I am. He looks at himself in the mirror. And he remembers. Roman Reigns then told us to acknowledge him when we did. When he turned around and just went, oh man, you better all shut up. When he started talking about the fact that it's the holiday season, so we should celebrate. I was like, I could not be friends with you, Mr. Head of the Table. It would be an emotional roller coaster. Just make up your damn mind. Our tribal chief, though, does want to reward good behavior. This is when he started putting somebody over. And Jimmy Uso was stood there going, oh my gosh, he's talking about me. So damn happy. He had a tear in his eye when, of course, he said, well done, Sola Sokoa. And poor Jimbo, he was devastated. I mean, Roman even told Jim that he should get involved too. And as soon as Reigns and Sola began to hug, we got our voices in my head. And Randy Orton walked out there, I suppose, because he does not like people embracing. Randy also feels mega these days too. And he was like, listen to me, Roman Reigns. When I was sat at home for 18 months, I kept thinking about this moment and what I was going to say to you. And actually, now I am here, we're going to keep it very simple. Because the man who hears voices in his head is ready to come on Roman Reigns. No, wait, oh my gosh, not come on Roman Reigns. I meant come for Roman Reigns. Oh my gosh, move on. Like any good warrior, even if he has to, he'll tear through the entire bloodline to get to Roman. When he just threw that out the window, it's like, ah, nah, screw it. Let's fight at the Raw Rumble. As ever, Roman decided he would just be an emotional bullet here because he was like, well, that's great, Randy, that you've been thinking about me. But do you know how many times I've thought about you over the last year and a half? None. Zero. Nada. Go away. He then told the Viper he should listen to those voices in his head and never come back into his ring again because this ain't 2007, pal, and you're not relevant anymore. So Randy was like, well, I tell you, right now when I look at you, you do come across as a legend, but never forget I, Randall Keith Orton, are the legend killer. I like that. I enjoyed that gimmick. Bring it back. He also went for an RKO, but Reigns kind of slipped out of that. And then Randy was all like, <laughs> you were totally scared, Roman. And I bet you crapped your pants when he finished his sentence by going, Daddy's home or Daddy's back. Like, well, we're getting kinky. So we shall do this at the pay-per-view premium live event. And I actually think it feels like a massive match. 
The only real issue is I don't think WWE can do another, oh, the bloodline interferes again, especially because we're going to be in 2024. I think you need to come up with something new. However, there is stuff later on that may tie in either way, though. It was the traditional WWE opening segment, but they just felt like megastars. I've talked about it. Get it up. We then got into our United States tournament after this. And I did not see it coming. Because it absolutely ruled here because we had Grayson Waller taking on Carmelo Hayes. So it was like NXT had snuck up onto the main roster. Logan Paul popped up on the big screen as well during their entrances to do an in-promo thingamajig where he was like, ha ha, Carmelo Hayes, nobody even knows who you are. But I tell you, if you've been wondering how WWE sees Carmelo, well, put your hands together. He only went and flubbed one. He totally smashed it too, which should be no surprise. And this Grayson Waller, honestly, I know he loses every single week, but the man just gets it. Like he put on a terrific performance here and we know what he can do on the microphone. You give it 12 months or so, this guy's gonna be the real deal. He did get smashed over the top rope when we cut to commercial. Then when we came back from the ads, Grayson was just in control. I was gonna do my joke when I made something up. but WWE then showed it. He stomped on Hayes. That's the end of that one. Ruined my fun. He also followed up with a flat liner for a one-two-ooh, so Carmelo came back with a face buster for a one-two-ooh. When Waller did this move, and it actually made me go, well, what the flub was that? You have to go and watch it, because he and Carmelo were on the ropes, and he kind of took his leg and put it around Hayes' head, and then he did the flippy-dippy-doo-dah thing, and I'm sorry, that should probably be his finish. It looked totally, totally wild. He then actually did go for his finisher, but Carmelo cut him off. He hit the first 48. He went to the top. He got nothing but net. And he pinned him. One, two, three. I was sat there like this. I could not believe it. So I'm intrigued to see how this ties into the NXT stuff with Trick Williams. But next week, tiny spoiler, he is going to be taking on Kevin Owens. So all of this is absolutely fascinating. Give it a nap. Orton was then slithering backstage too. He bumped into LA Knight. And I was worried about maths here because he had realized, wait a minute, Randy, you are outnumbered when it comes to the bloodline, so maybe I should hate you. When Orton was like, we've already been through this. I don't need your assistance. And if you want to remain buddies, you better leave me alone. So you could cut the sexual tension with a knife here, but Knight still doubled down. He was like, well, don't you forget this, Mr. Orton. I'm the one who's going to take everything from Roman Reigns. So stick that in your pipe and don't you forget it. So they kind of hate each other, but they are getting on. The best part is we do keep allowing LA Knight to be around Randy Orton. And that just tells the audience, hey ho, this guy is a major star. And you can even do Knight versus Orton at WrestleMania. And I wouldn't complain when out came Kevin Owens. And if you care, I inducted him into the 2023 Simon Miller Hall of Fame this week. And that means absolutely nothing, but I did do it. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't, right? Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. 
And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. And I'm sure if Kev finds out about this, he's going to be over the moon. It was also the start to have a US title tournament match. I was laughing out loud because he was taking on Austin Theory. And even though his buddy Grayson had been defeated, Austin lost too. But honestly, these two dudes are so good together, they could probably lose forever. And I'd still like them. I mean, I'm so into them. If they win the tag team titles in 2024, I'll do the dance of joy. And Logan Paul was back here and he was like, ho, 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 Kevin Owens dresses like a fifth grader. Like he's just wearing a t-shirt. I don't know what that means. Otherwise though, I thought this was one of Austin Theory's best matches in ages. And of course, KO has a big flashing red wound at the moment because he has broken his hand. So even though he was beating up Austin for a little while, eventually Theory was like, I wonder if I attack those digits, it will help. And it did. Kevin Owens was in pain. He also absolutely smashed him into the ring apron, which is the hardest part of the ring. But Owens then came back by just headbutting Austin Theory. You could actually see the life escaping from his soul. He also hit the splash of the frogs, but of course he couldn't get a proper cover because of his hand. When of all things, Austin Theory hit a Spanish fly. He got a one-two ooh. That's when I realized I don't actually know who's going to win here. So it's a round of applause. But he got so out of control that Austin was trying to win by counter at one point, And when Kev went for the stunner, he wasn't able to. Which is when he kind of went, wait a minute, I'm wearing a cast on my hand. I don't care about this schmo. <laughs> so he just smashed him in the face. Theory went down like a ton of bricks. And bless Kevin Owens. He looked around at the fans like, should I pin him? It's that moral. But he did it anyway. And he beat him. And it is true as well. Not every single baby face could get away with this. That's why KO did get in my hoff. Which is a very strange sentence to say. And like I say, next week we're now doing Kevin Owens versus Carmelo Hayes. I need that in my tum-tum. Roman Reigns was then backstage in his locker room. 
and he was so damn mad because he really hates Randy Orton. Jimmy was also throwing chimes at Solus Sokoa because, oh man, you're the brand new tribal chief, are you? When Roman was like, well, you do know it's promotion season, so if you beat Randy Orton this evening and you do it by yourself, you can have anything you want. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Maybe one of those gold subway cards. Jimmy, in his infinite wisdom too, agreed by going yeet. And then Roman did the slow, almost cartoony head look at him. And Jim just went, Haha, yeah, no yeet. I love this Jimmy Uso character. He is the best. It also meant that we had our main event when we had this video for Karrion Cross. So call me crazy. It seems like we're about to give him a mega push again. Now, the big rumor, in case you care to know, is that the authors of Pain may be about to join him. Now, on the one hand, this one over here, I think that would be a really good trio, whatever you want to call it. But on the other one, are you kidding me? They're going to come out, they're going to read their books, and Karrion Cross going to be there going, oh man, sand thingamajig, time, time, time. It's just going to be absolutely crazy, and I'm not going to know what the flub they're talking about. We also saw Kevin Owens backstage too, when Cameron Grimes walked up to him and just like, whoa, I'm really happy you knocked out Austin Theory. I've wanted to do that for ages. It's like, what a strange conversation. This is when Carmelo Hayes found Kev as well, and they just bigged up the fact they are having a match next week. And Carmelo Hayes told him, listen, Kevin Owens, there's no way I can lose. Now, I think he is going to lose, but either way, if he has a banger with Kevin Owens after the banger this evening, screw it. Call Carmelo Hayes up and let him cook. Then got some really sad news, because we got the follow-up from last week, and yes, after that horrible fall in her match with Oscar, Charlotte Flair is not only injured, but she is going to be out for nine months. That absolutely sucks. So as always, it's just all the positive thoughts to her, and I hope she can come back sooner rather than later. This is why we need to respect professional wrestling always. It is a damn dangerous spot. We then had this damage control video. Look at me, I'm covering my own eyes like a weirdo. This was absolutely brilliant. Because I only did have all this over-the-top music. But Bailey was just like, listen, Dakota Kai, she's the brains. EO Sky, what an amazing champion. The Kabuki Warriors, they're going to win the tag team titles. And I, Bailey, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to take that championship off Rhea Ripley. And then the camera <laughs> zoomed in to every one of their faces. I ain't kidding. They all just went, ha, 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 ha. Like they were 1980s cartoon villains. I laughed my ass off. To the point I'd given it an up. They sold this so damn well, they knew exactly what they were doing. And of course, poor Bailey, she's not long for this group, but they're totally going to screw her over. Turns out she may have been onto something though, because there was Meat Chin and Zelina Vega taking on the Kabuki Warriors. And the Kabukis won. Fair play to our good guys, though, because they were not pushovers here. This wasn't a squash match. And when Oscar and Kyrie Sane were making their entrance, here was Alita Vega, here was Meechin, and they absolutely whipped their ass. It was just the commercial break that ruined their flows when we came back, the Kabuki Warriors were in control. And no one told me this time, so I'll make it up for myself. It's actually really easy, though, because I bet Oscar went up to Meechin and was like, listen, you, what is your name? Are you Meechin? Are you Mia Yim? And why can't you decide on it? This totally floored Meechin, too, because he didn't have an answer. And because Vega was getting ready for the Street Fighter tournament, Oscar was able to merc both of them. That'll do. And the main thing you need to know here is that at one point, Kyrie saying grabs Alina Vega and just hurled her into the announce table. And she took such a horrible bump, I thought she was dead. She wasn't. They were still able to get back into this, though, when, of course, Dakota Kai teleported down from the Starship Enterprise and she cast a distraction when Bailey was on the other side and she just went, oh, you're on the top rope, are you? <laughs> she just pushed her off, hit with the insane elbow, one, two, three. So look, it all ties in. Bailey is trying to help her team... They clearly don't like her, and eventually they're going to push her out. But I tell you this, when we do move into 2024, already told you I think Grayson Waller and Austin Theory should be the men's tag team champions, where well, the Kabuki Warriors should be the women's. Fast and simple, it's looking us in the face, doing conductor hands, 
giving it up. We then got a super tease after this, because Jimmy Uso knows that something is up. He was talking to Sola Sokoa saying, man, I think we're being set up here. I'm a little bit worried. And also, family member of mine, you would tell me if something was going down. Why Sola was like, yeah, of course. What are you talking about? I don't believe him. I don't believe him at all. Then a couple of quick promos from Santos Escobar and Bobby Lashley, because they will compete in the US title tournament next week. Santos is amazing. He still managed to sneak in, I tell you who I don't like, Rey Mysterio. But Escobar, I get it. Bobby was just amazing here too, and Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford behind him going, yes, we love you, Bobby Lashley. We've talked about this, we'll talk about it again. They are not heels, they are not bad guys. Let's just turn them into baby faces and push them to the moon. It also meant we had zoomed through another episode of Smackdown, because two hours is the perfect length for a wrestling show. And we got to our main event, Randy Orton, taking on Jimbo Uso. Now, obviously, you knew that Randy was going to win here because the story dictated it, but I did not see all the shenanigans coming. I thought it was a very fun roller coaster ride. Thankfully, Jimmy was no slouch here either, and he was getting a lot of licks in, including at one point, Orton was going for the draping DDT, you know, when he goes, ha, blah, 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 and he does the move, and Uso back body dropped him to the floor. I was like, man, that looked like it hurt. It was mostly a tease because Randy was unable to get his ha, blah, 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 DDT in anyway. <laughs> just when he was about to hit the RKO. Sola Sokoa must have been stood by the curtain saying, listen, if he goes for his finisher, you hit play on my music, and somebody hit play. The thing is though, LA Knight must have literally been stood to Sola backstage, because he didn't even make it halfway to the ring when LA Knight's music started to play, and he took out Sola Sokoa. This is when Jimmy tried to sneak up behind Randy Orton. Randy was like, nope. He smashed him with the RKO, and he just beat him. Made my laugh. <laughs> Happened so easily. Knight was then going to do something, but all of a sudden Roman Reigns was here and he took out La when he got in the ring and we were not standing on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne, because him and Randy Orton just got into it. Just when Orton was going to get the better of the two, Jimmy Uso had taken a Phoenix down and he was helping out as well. Damn it. Thankfully, Knight had consumed a med pack as well, so he got involved. But because Maths, which LA Knight had been worried about, was against them, the audio guy <laughs> was back doing everything because AJ Styles' music hit, and finally, finally, after all this time, he made his return to SmackDown, and he beat up the bloodline too. As he would, they whooped his ass last time. He also took out Roman Reigns with a phenomenal forearm, and just when they were stood there like the greatest trio you'd ever seen, AJ took a few steps back, and he absolutely destroyed LA Knight with this clothesline. And at first you were like, what are you doing? But man, it makes all the sense in the world, because when AJ Styles was taken out, who just sorted in and took his spot teaming with John Cena? was none ever than La Knight. Everybody also freaked out about this. Randy Orton was freaked out and Roman Reigns was freaked out. And I think we're about to do some sort of a three-way between Randy Orton, AJ Styles and LA Knight. And the winner takes on Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. So I'm sorry, that is a lovely cup of tea and I am giving it an up. Which brought us to the end of SmackDown. I'm going to give it an up as well. People cannot stand it when there's all ups and no downs. But once again, WWE tried to do some stuff and everything they tried to do, I thought they absolutely... Nailed it. Now please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Dynamite, because it's good to support all the professional wrestling, especially at the moment. Interact with the video, subscribe, but otherwise, have a lovely damn weekend, and I'll see you next week. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President, and this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) 
Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.